Hello and welcome to the Daily Bible Reading Show. Uh, we're looking at 2 Kings chapter 2. Elijah taken up to heaven. That's what we're looking at today. So let me pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much that this perspective of heaven and the reality of heaven is a hope that we have as Christians. Thank you so much that it's a certainty and help us to see everything on earth in light of that hope and of that reality. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. And it's interesting that, you know, Elijah is trying to distance himself from his protege, his underling, Elisha. And um, this is in the context of God about to take Elijah up in a whirlwind. That's what it says right in the beginning of verse one, you know, God is about to take him up to heaven. But Elijah is trying to create this distance between the two of them. I think he knows what's going to happen, and that's why. Verse 3, the company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and said and asked, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied. <laughs> but do not speak of it. Interesting. So Elisha knows that this is going to happen as well. But he says, shh, don't tell anyone. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, Elisha the Lord has sent me to Jericho. So first Bethel, now Jericho. And Elijah keeps trying to say to Elisha, No, stay here, stay here, leave, leave me be. You know, creating this distance again from this event that's about to happen. He's about to be taken up to heaven. But Elisha says, you know, I'll go with you. In verse 4, and he replied, As sure as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. Interesting, these two perspectives. Something that's about to happen, that's about to separate them, you know, for good. You know, Elijah's about to be taken up to heaven. And Elijah's way of dealing with it is to create this distance. Elisha, who knows fully well what's about to happen, wants to create this, wants to make the most of their connection at this moment. Interesting, interesting, different opinions, different approaches to death, I guess. Yeah. Verse 5, the company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, but do not speak of it. So again, the same thing, repeat it. Verse 6, then Elijah said to him, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to Jordan a third time. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. And I guess this is just meant to illustrate how steadfast, uh, what a friend Elisha is to his master, to his mentor, Elijah, that he just wanted to stick with him. And he might, might also indicate that Elijah, I don't, I don't know about this, he might be reluctant to leave. Earlier on I said he's about to die, but actually he's not about to die, he's supposed to be taken up to heaven, which would you think, you know, what an amazing thing. But for some reason, he, he doesn't want to leave, or at least leave in a way that Elisha can see him go. I guess, I guess, maybe he wants to spare him that heartache. 
he 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 doesn't want to leave in a way that I know it's kind of like that airport goodbye, right? Sometimes you know it's harder to say goodbye to someone as you see them get on the plane or or well you can't see when they give the passport control <laughs> and every step then this makes it oh so hard so hard such that sometimes some some people say okay let's say goodbye here and not have to follow me all the way to the airport and Elijah seems to be having that kind of perspective in terms of how he says goodbye to Elisha say so let's let's cut it off now but Elisha wants to follow him all the way to the end um, let's see verse 7 50 men of the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan the Jordan River Elijah took his cloak rolled it up and struck the water with it the water divided to the right and to the left and the two of them crossed on dry ground lots of echoes of Moses and the Exodus here crossing on the dry ground on the Jordan uh, let me inherit a um, oh, sorry verse 9 when they had crossed Elijah said to Elisha tell me what can I do for you before I'm taken from you let me inherit a double portion of your spirit Elisha replied you've asked a difficult thing Elisha's Elijah said Elijah Elisha very similar names Elijah said yet if you see me when I'm taken from you it will be yours otherwise not as they were walking together and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. <laughs> By the way, I haven't read this. I haven't read this yet. I mean, I, I never went to Sunday school. I became a Christian as an adult. So this is, I've, I've kind of read this a long time ago, but this is still kind of fresh for me. Wow, you know, these horses of fire and chariots just took Elijah up into heaven. Elijah, Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. And he, and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them apart. A sign of his anguish and his grief. You know, sadness in losing his, his father. Verse 13, he picked up the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the cloak that had fallen from him and struck the water with it. Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. I think confirming again um, that God had granted him that request to receive that double portion. He's able to replicate this miracle that Elijah did, that Moses did on the River Jordan, that, that Aaron did as well. So it's, I think there's a kind of Moses, Aaron, Elijah, Elisha thing happening, whereby you know um, that responsibility, that role, that authority, that gift is that passed down to the next in command. The same way that happened to Moses with Joshua. So now Elijah is now passing down this mantle of leadership and our prophetic witness to Elisha. Verse 15, the company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching said, the spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Look, they said, we your servants have 50 able men. Let him go and look for your master. Perhaps the spirit of the Lord has picked him up and set him down on some mountain or in some valley. No. Elisha replied, do not send them. 
but they persisted until he was too ashamed to refuse, too paisy. So he said, send them. And they sent 50 men who searched for three days but did not find him. When they returned to Elisha who was staying in Jericho, he said to them, didn't I tell you not to go? I think I'll just stop here. Um, and it shows um, um, these prophets uh, did not fully understand or even accept the passing of Elijah. So maybe God took him up but set him down somewhere. But Elisha knows and he understands that this, this, this is an event that has happened that meant that Elijah has been taken up to heaven. He will never see him again, at least not on earth. And uh, <laughs> what do we learn from this? Um, I don't know. I think we, we see two godly men, two godly perspectives about this one event, about being taken up to heaven, being taken away from earth, or maybe even, to paraphrase, a death. You know, and each are trying to spare the other the anguish. You know, even the person who is leaving feels that anguish. He wants to spare the heartache for his um, protege, for his son, essentially. And he's trying to say, you know, stay back, stay back, let me go myself. But interestingly, towards the end, he says, okay, all right, you have to see me being taken up. And then that request of you um, receiving a double portion that will happen. And I'm not sure what happened to change his heart. But you can see initially, initially he thought the loving thing to do was to kind of distance himself. But he understands in the end, you know, he has to see with his own eyes, you know, his master being taken up to heaven. But we also see, see things from perspective of Elisha, <laughs> who, who goes, shh, don't tell anyone. You know, everyone comes to him. These prophets tell him, you know, don't you know today, you know, at this moment, you know, God's going to take your master away. Says, I know, I know, but don't say anything. And I think there is a kind of mutual empathy going on. You know, he understands what Elijah is trying to do. He doesn't want to spoil it. <laughs> he, he, he says, okay, don't, 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 I, I know, I know. You don't have to tell me. And he's just so understanding. But at the same time, he wants to reassure uh, Elijah that he's ready for it, I guess. You know, he understands that this is God's timing. He understands that this is God's way of passing on that responsibility over him. And um, even though he puts on this brave front towards the end, I think he mourns. I think he's actually genuinely sad when he cries out, my father, my father, and he tears his clothes. Um, I, I honestly don't know how to sum this up in a nice, neat package, except to say that, you know, losing anyone even in the most fantastic way, you know, God taking someone up into heaven, you know, rather than someone dying. If you've ever seen someone die before your eyes, it's the most heartbreaking thing you could ever see and experience. But even if it wasn't so, even if it was just losing someone to God's hand and being taken up to heaven, you know, it can still be heart-wrenching. And those moments leading up to that time can be just as painful. <laughs> And maybe one of the reasons why, by God's grace, we don't know. We don't quite know exactly when we'll go. Because, you know, there is a kind of stress that comes with just that knowledge and the kind of anxiety that comes with preparing for that kind of moment. And that's what you're dealing with here. Um, but I think with reason, because there's just so much more to be dealt with after that 
that separation. You know, Elisha will have to take on this new role of prophet and speaking against the kings and carrying out this responsibility that his master used to do. And we want a heavy burden to lay on his shoulders. And this is just a preparation for him to deal with this in a way that is mature and godly and dependent on God's grace. Um, yeah, uh, I think I'll end there. Uh, Lord, uh, maybe I just want to pray for those who might find themselves in this kind of situation having to say goodbye. Even in the best situations, it is difficult. Even in the most godly and gracious of situations, it can still be even painful. And Lord, we ask for your preparation and for your spirit to enable us to have the kind of empathy and maturity and patience that comes with, you know, uh, trusting in you every step of the way. Um, help us to um, be like Elisha in a sense, you know, um, trusting you and not saying too much. To be like Elijah and just, you know, considering others, right? He, he's the one about to be taken up, but he's, he's so concerned about his protege. But it reminds us of Jesus as well, uh, just as he was about to go to the cross. He was praying for his friends. He was praying for them to remain steadfast and not give in to temptation. And Lord, thank you so much for those who go before us, who actually are more concerned for us who remain behind. And thank you that their witness enables us to stand firm and to trust in you even more. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Helping you through when shadows and gloom are all that you see. Rising sun shining in the darkest.